0: Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com, and today I'm going to share some funny stories with you. This is episode 24 of the Humble Mechanic Podcast. A bit of a different show for you today, but as I went back and checked episode 24, it seemed like it was kind of the end of a really long, probably annoying, stupid week of dealership life. And I wanted to kind of check out and share some fun stories with you guys, maybe customer-related stories or goofy things that had happened. So today, that's what we're going to do. And I think this is good because it sort of re-centers you and reminds you that, you know what, even in a bad week, you've had some pretty funny things happen. They may not be awesome at the time that they're going on, but looking back and having someone screaming at you because you didn't sell a two-pack of batteries at the store you worked at, is pretty darn funny. Before we get into the show, I want to remind you guys, if you want exclusive content discounts, you can't get anywhere else to places like Mycanic, MT Knives, Sonic Tools, gives you 20% off your first order, Eastwood, Prime Sunglasses, Kermit TDI, and more, check out the crew membership program. This is a great way to help support the show, support the audio podcast, of course, the video show, and everything else that I do for you guys. It's also built that if you use the discounts in the program, you're probably going to end up making your money back. Some people even save more money than they spend on crew membership. It's just 65 bucks a year. There's a link on the blog. Check that out. Mash that link. You can learn more about it there. If that's not your flavor, hit the Patreon you guys asked me to set up. There's some exclusive cool stuff going on down there. And the simple one, the easy one, and of course the free one for you is hit that Amazon link. Buy whatever you were going to buy on Amazon and I get a little credit for it. I always appreciate any of that. All of those things are literally what helps me keep the lights on. So guys, sit back, enjoy this one. This should be a pretty fun show.
1: Anyway, I got something real different for you guys today. Um, you know, it's for me, it's the end of the week. It's been a long week. I kind of got my butt kicked this week. Uh, the shop was either really, really slow or an insane amount of busy and... Uh, a lot of labor lines for a very little return. So uh, I thought today would be a really fun opportunity to sort of step back from the technical end and just share some stories with you guys uh, about some of the things I've seen over the years. While you're watching or listening, uh, be thinking of maybe some things that uh, that you've experienced in your career and uh, you know, be ready to post them in the comments section below because like always, I'm gonna ask you to. So, um, first up, you know, this isn't automotive industry specific. Uh, Before I I worked in the auto industry, I actually worked uh, in sporting goods retail, as you can tell from how athletic I am. Um, But, like, the big one in the sporting goods retail world that I remember was, uh, I I worked, yeah, I was a manager, and uh, one of the cashiers called me up front because a customer was complaining, and this lady proceeded to yell at me, Oh, for about 15 minutes because we didn't have two packs of AA batteries. We had four packs, we had eight packs, we had probably 16 packs or whatever, but we didn't have just two pack of batteries and that's all she really needed. And uh, despite the fact that I told her that she probably has some remote control or something maybe at the house that would also take AA's, she wasn't having it and she was going to call my district manager and report me to him. So I wrote my name down so that she would get it right. And, uh, she never called him, but still, really? AA batteries? Um, oh, and this was in a strip mall with probably 15 other stores that would have had, uh, some sort of battery package for her. But, so, you know, the automotive industry isn't the only industry, as, as you guys all know, that, that gets this kind of stuff. So, um, one of the funny ones <laughs> is really, uh, finding weed in cars. And, um, you know, you, you guys that, that smoke—it's fine, it's cool. I don't care. Uh, I think it's kind of dumb to do on the road, but whatever. Um, we know, so you're not fooling anybody by hanging, you know, 15 Christmas trees on the uh, on the mirror or the trunk full of Christmas tree air fresheners or spraying Febreze. We can tell. Um, and you know, I've had it where you take the the back seat out to do something, you find the all the the pot stuff underneath there, or. Um, you know, you open the glove box to get a registration out, and there's a big old bag of weed in there. Um, it's really funny. I always would wonder what would happen if someone took that and uh, how that would all play out. But uh, we always know. We can smell it. So the, uh, the air fresheners, they're not fooling anybody. But it, we all have a good laugh in the shop about it, so, uh, so it, it's fine. We, we enjoy it. Um, along the drug line, though, actually, we had a B5.5 Passat, which is similar to the Passat that I drive come in, and uh, the police brought it in, they, I forget why they brought it there, but um, it turned out that someone that was trafficking drugs had the vehicle, and they built a compartment in the trunk, and when you would press the defrost button in the dash, it would drop down a door, or drop down the back seat, and there was, you know, a compartment about like this across the whole um, with the car where they would stash drugs. And, uh, that was really cool, man. What I wouldn't have done to have like a camera phone back then, or at least been thinking, Hey, maybe someday people will be interested in this. Alas, I don't. And I didn't. So, uh, you just have to believe the stories (laughs) as I tell them. Uh, but that one was really cool. You know, I've, I've never, you see TV shows and you hear about it on the news, but to see, uh, see someone actually rig up, um, a secret compartment in a car is very, very cool uh, very illegal, obviously, but still very cool. Um, under the hood, we've seen a lot of cool things too. You know, uh, getting critters chewing stuff up is actually really common and, um, we still get a good kick out of it when it happens. But I think the weirdest thing under a hood, um, luckily it's been no live animals or dead ones, I guess for that matter. Um, I found a hot wheel in the air box and, uh, you know, you always kind of paint this picture in your head of how things happen and, you know, the little kid playing with his Matchbox car or Hot Wheel and throwing it right into the uh, to the airbox of the car. So that was pretty funny. I actually think I might still have that have that car floating around the, the garage here somewhere, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'll actually look around for it after I shoot this video, and, and if I can find it, I'll, I'll post a picture of it for you guys because it's just crazy to take an air filter out and there's a, a little toy car hanging out. Underneath the airbox, so um, you know that's when like you don't touch it. You just call everyone in the shop over and say, "Hey guys, check this out!" And uh, everybody has a good laugh about that. So, um, on a less funny note and more of like a disgusting note, we uh, we had an EOS come in with uh, a water leak, and um, you know the, the water leak had been fixed, but the carpet had been wet. And I forget exactly why I was taking the front seat out, but I I pull the seat back, and there's a little tiny mushroom about, you know, one inch tall, uh, just growing out of the carpet of the the Eos. And uh, (laughs) I look at it, and I'm like, I I call the guy that works next to me uh, at the time over, and I'm like, hey, man, is that a mushroom? He's like, yeah, that's that is a mushroom. Um I do have a picture of that, so I'll try and find that and post it for you guys. But uh, you know, I never thought I would see fungus growing, at least like an actual fruit of a fungus growing in a vehicle. Um makes you wonder how long that uh EOC or EOS floor had been wet and uh what it looked like underneath the carpet. Probably nothing I wanted to have anything to do with. But um you know, water leaks can really wreak havoc on cars, and they have it has such a distinct smell um, when it saturates interior. It can ruin wiring. You know, no surprise there. We had a Torag that got totaled because of the uh, the airbox, or not the airbox, the fuse box um, hadn't been installed properly or resecured properly, and it had you know three or four inches of water in, in an electronics box. So that did ten thousand some odd dollars worth of damage to get. Uh, to get those uh, wires fixed, or it was actually a body harness that needed to be replaced. And so a body harness is where the headlight is and where the tail light is. It's everything in between there, uh, minus the things for the engine and maybe a few other odds and ends. But basically anything that has an electrical connection in the vehicle, the body harness is is part of. So uh, that's big time money and a, a whole lot of work. I had another Torag that was totaled for mold um i forget why it came into the shop but i remember it and this was maybe six years ago i remember it being there for a really really long time like three months just hanging out in the parking lot uh waiting for the customer to come get it and i think they came and got it and then brought it right back because they said there was mold in it so um I walk out and I look at it and I, I don't even open the door. I just, you know, do one of these numbers and peer into the uh, into the cabin and you could see mold on the seat belts, mold on the steering wheel, all across the dash, mold, seats, mold, um, headliner, head mold, uh, all the pillars, head mold, mold everywhere. So I was tasked with writing the estimate for replacing all these parts because, you know, not only is it the headliner and the carpet and um, the dash and the steering wheel—it's everything behind all that stuff too, because there's you know thick padding and sound dampening um, padding underneath the carpet. So it was—I want to say—in the forty-three thousand dollar range, forty-three thousand dollar range to uh, to replace those parts. And I don't know—they they took it away. I'm—I have a feeling that someone spent some time cleaning that and. Uh, probably put it on a a small buy here, pay here lot to, uh, to sell. And, you know, some poor customer probably bought a a mold car, which is, which is awful. Um, I I didn't even open the door. It was, you could see how bad it was through the window. So I never even opened the door. But, um, when, (laughs) when I first started, this one's, uh, this one you're going to have to use your imagination on a little bit because I think I need to leave out a few details, but you'll you'll understand what was happening when I, when I tell the story. So I think I had worked at the dealership maybe maybe four months, maybe three months. It was very very early in my career because um, I still I don't think I knew everybody in the shop you know really well at that point. And um, I'm doing my thing, whatever I'm doing, and all of a sudden like I hear some commotion across the shop the shop falls silent and then an explosion of laughter. Now, if you've been in a shop before, you know that extreme quiet and extreme noise are two like key things that you need to stop what you're doing and uh, see what's going on. So I uh, I stop what I'm doing, I look up and I see uh, across the shop one of the guys working on a used car. And um, you know, the whole shop's starting to sort of congregate that way. And he walks around from, from the other side of the car and he, he holds up a costume on a hanger and it was a Superman costume, you know, like a Halloween costume. And, uh, let's just say there were, uh, some provocative parts of the costume removed, um, for someone's enjoyment. And, uh, You know, it's it's so funny because that was so long ago. I mean, that's over ten years ago, and I can still see like the look on everyone's face. It's just you know that jaw dropping shock, and then laughter, and then like, what is this guy like? He's touching it, right? Ugh! But someone had that in their car, and then traded their car in and didn't take it out. (laughs) So uh, so that was that was probably like the most jaw dropping thing. that's That's actually ever come out of a used car. You know, most of the time with used cars, it's you you do really well to get a a couple of pennies or a quarter, you know, on lucky days or you know something like that, or people leave trash in there all the time. but uh, to to have something like that be left in a, in a used car is just it's crazy to think about, you know what was the situation in into which they had that in their car, hung on a hanger, and then decided that they needed a new car. Um, I'll let you guys fill in your own story on that one because I don't know that I want to go down that road. But um, man, just it's it's crazy just how vividly I remember that. Um, you know, we do see a lot of firearms and door panels, and that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. A um, lot of dirty socks, a lot of dirty underwear, which is really gross. Um, you know, I, I posted a picture the other day on on Facebook of. Uh, Barbie's bags piled up in the floorboard on the passenger side, and, and I opened the passenger door, and I looked down, I'm like, ugh, because I had to put a pollen filter in, which is, you know, right underneath there on, on a Jetta, I think it was, or some newer generation car. Most of them are right there now anyway, so uh, we see a lot of gross stuff like that. I would say one of the more gross things that we really do see is um, on the driver's seat, you know, while you're, you're sitting in the driver's seat. You have the backrest. You have the cushion that you're sitting on. The seat bottom is wrapped in uh, in fabric, just like the, the top is. It might be a different material, um, but it's still wrapped around the front. And uh, you open the driver's door and you look on that side piece and you see where people had been picking their nose and wiping it on the seat. Um, that's ultra gross. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny because like you know you picture someone doing that but it's so disgusting to look like they're there right they're they're there and you can see and then you see like the pick and wipe kind of motion happening as the driver does that and uh man guys stop doing it it's really gross we see all this when you bring your car in and you do that kind of stuff you know we all have our own gross habits but like we see it so uh just just take note that we we know what you do in your car, and it's really gross, so uh, you know I, I don't care if you do it, it's your car, or whatever, but uh maybe before you bring it in for service, take a take a towel and just wipe that off because uh, I don't wanna see that, but what like I said, whatever, it's your car, but uh, anyway, guys, I got probably a million and a half more um like i mentioned it was a long week so uh i just wanted to share some fun stuff with you guys this is this kind of stuff is really fun for me this kind of stuff is a lot of fun when uh you know you get a few texts or a few people in the industry sit down and and we can bs about uh about some of the stuff that we've seen so what i want you guys to do is even if you're not in the auto industry you know whatever industry you're in post one of your good stories in the comments section either on youtube or on the blog uh I think everybody gets a kick out of some uh, fun things, you know, sort of outside of their industry. And then when it's inside your industry, you really do have this relatable feeling to it, which is super cool. So if you guys would do
0: that for me, that would be super awesome. Hey, if you've got a good story you wanna share, head over to the blog and leave it down in the comments. Always enjoy reading those comments of other people's funny stories from their place of employment. Don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course on Snapchat. And hey guys, if you're digging the audio-only version of the show, do me a huge favor swing over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcasting platform is and leave it a review. If you think it's worth five stars, that's really awesome. And I super appreciate the time and effort for you guys doing that for me. If you don't think it's worth five, well, you know what? That's really cool too. Either way, I appreciate you guys doing that for me. All right. So with that, I'm out. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.